بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الذي يبرز في فاني القرآن الشريف الله سبحانه وتعالى speaks about over and over again أقيم الصلاة وآت الزكاة وأقيم الصلاة لذكري different ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala demands from the believers to establish salah. Salah is such a pivotal amal in our life, this is an important amal in our life that we find in the life of a Muslim, hajj becomes fard upon him once in a lifetime. And that only when he has the funds by him, then he has to go for hajj. Otherwise not fard upon him. When he comes to keeping fast, roza in the month of Ramadan, that also once a year. But you know the preparation starts for hajj from the time a person becomes baligh. That one day I have to go for hajj. When it comes to the month of Ramadan, a person is preparing now, months before that, the Ramadan is coming. We recite dua, Allah barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'ban wa baligna Ramadan. It is a surge all of a sudden in the ummah that Ramadan is coming. Zakat also, once in a year a person has the nisab by him, he has the funds by him, he has the wealth by him for one year, then he has to pay zakat. So we give due importance to these a'mal, we are careful about them. These are like once in a lifetime, once in a year. Salah is such an amal is five times a day. So from here we can understand Allah wa ta'ala has made the focal point of the life of a believer, his salah, his namaz. And the preparation before salah is very, very important. One is the preparation before salah, and they say amongst the maqasid and the purposes, objectives of salah is such a training, the salah comes into my everyday life, permeates every step of my life. How I prepare for salah, how I focus myself in salah, my khushu, my khudu, my concentration, my devotion, my thoughts, my eyes. When I'm standing up for salah, that my eyes are focused on the place of sajda. When I go into ruku, my eyes are focused upon my feet or between my feet. When I go into sajda, that's in ruku, when I go into sajda, then my eyes are focused upon the tip of my nose. When I'm sitting in qada, then upon my lap. So this nice control of my eyes, not only for salah, but out of salah also. How I should be looking out of salah. So salah is such an exercise, such an amal, ibadat in our life, that it must now spill over into our everyday life. Whether I'm at work in salah also, I'm restricted to what I say and, what I, and how I say it. My Quran tilawat, my tajweed, has to be perfected, has to be done correctly so my salah can be accepted. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a practice ground for us now that out of salah how I have to speak. I'm speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the same way now out of salah how to speak to the makhluq of Allah wa ta'ala. So how I'm controlling my eyes in salah, out of salah is the same thing also. How in salah I'm so patient, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, I'm so patient I am. So equally importantly out of salah I have that sabr and patience also with my family, sometime in the parking lot, wherever it may be. But in salah I have that patience, so out of salah also I have the patience. So every amal in salah is an exercise and a practice for me. But this will come when we give the due importance to salah, before salah preparation. When I'm making wudu also, very importantly, as the Tamil Rahmatullah Ali mentioned, that amongst the eight wisdoms of wudu is, the wudu now is a shut down from my dunya, and now I'm going towards my akhirat. Now I cut off all my dunya activities, my thoughts of dunya, my cell phone is put off. I'm focusing towards my Allah wa ta'ala. No speaking during wudu. And uh, there's no focusing or the heart being taken away 
from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, and I'm going towards the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dressing in the masjid, very very important. Your ulama are saying that we don't regard this to be a problem, whereas it is a problem. The person has to go for a certain function now, and you told him by having a function at a certain time, they dress amicably or dress according to the, the occasion. Whatever it may be, he's going to the court, he's got a boardroom meeting, and he has to come in now with some jammies and a t-shirt. People will stare at him. It's not the, it's not the decorum, it's not the etiquette of the meeting right now. Rather you change and you come back. But unfortunately we find in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not frowned upon. That a person dresses anyhow when he comes into the masjid, wearing a topi, wearing a head covering. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu is to ensure that before going to the toilet, his head was covered. So we can imagine in salah also, but now he's taken to be one of those things, it doesn't matter. When he comes to the pants and the garb below the ankles, our Shaykh al-Hadith from Fazlul Rahman sahab, the Mubarakat who says a person who performs his salah with any of his garments below his ankles, he will say, well, salah or namaz wajibu li'adahe. The salah has to be repeated. According to his view, he says the salah has to be repeated. So the ankles have to be absolutely clear. So here ulama say now we're living on the edge, on the border, on the borderline. When he comes to my dressing, my taharat, and my entire life will come out like this. Importantly, we're coming into the masjid of taharat. Now there's so much of uh, importance given to taharat, cleanliness, sanitizing. This is part of a Muslim's life. Whether he's wudu, whether he's ghusl, and this is we have to learn how to make wudu, how to make ghusl. And when it comes to him coming into the masjid also to ensure that we don't give taklif in any way to any musalli. We don't trouble any musalli. We don't cause any inconvenience. Sometime, Hadith Sharif says a person has eaten onions or, or something that has a smell, has a fragrance or a... Then he shouldn't come into the masjid like that. He should cleanse his mouth, use the miswak. Using of the miswak also very, very importantly. That during wudu we use the miswak. So in short, now we don't give off a bad scent, bad fragrance. We have itr. And ulama explain our sharia, we don't have to borrow anything from anyone else. We have a complete lifestyle in the sunnah. Complete lifestyle. We don't need their type of fragrances and their sprays and their, whatever it may be. We have the itr, the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After taking a shower, ulama say that now you can lather your body with itr as much as you want. Under the armpits, which we know a person up spies. Should be in salah that I make takbirat tahriman. The person next to me now to take cover. That the person now has a fragrance to him. But after taking a shower, a person can put his itar, put some powder if he wants to also. We don't have to borrow anything from anybody else. We have a complete lifestyle. So when we come into the house of Allah, ta'ala, we look clean, we address amicably. So these are important things. Now ulama are saying that the house of Allah... Allah Ta'ala tests us sometime by taking his house away because you don't know how to look after it. You don't know how to take care of it. You don't know how to behave in the house of Allah. So you don't deserve to be in the house of Allah. So we might think these are little things. A person coming into the masjid, now one is commanding good and forbidding the evil. A person hasn't dressed correctly. Sometimes his path is just on the borderline. To put a loving hand around him. Sometimes he comes into the house of Allah Ta'ala with some murat, some picture on his garb, which is not correct. Malaika of Rahmah will not come into the house of Allah Taala because he has some murat, he has some animal figure on his t-shirt or on his, on his clothing. Put a loving hand around him. Why we got jubba? We got jubbas in the masjid, put the jubba on. Or dress amicably. Keep a kurta in the car at least. When you come into the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, dress in a way 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts your dua, accepts your salah. But these important things in the house of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, we're hearing now, we hear this level and that level, but we see what level am I on? Our masjid, is it on the level of Masjid al-Nabawi? Or are we dropping further and further away? Sunday is Zohar, public holiday is Zohar, unfortunately we see how we are, many a musalli will come, because he's coming for some picnic or some barbecue or bra, he just comes into the house of Allah, just anyhow. There's a way to dress in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we can advise satis of muhabbat and love. The hadith sharif says, If you see anything evil happening around you, they change it with your hand. Doesn't mean now to handle the person badly. Any hadith we hear, we put it in perspective. This hadith came from the Mubarak mouth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the ears of Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum how they understood these words from Rahmatullahi alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam change it with your hand didn't mean now go and kill him or go and hurt him put a loving hand around him and explain to him that if you can if you find the person now receptive then explain to him if you can't then drop him a note in his car or in his shoe the brother dressed amicably to the masjid so I made some effort to change it wrong in that person's life. Maybe he didn't know. He didn't know the masala. At least now he came to know about it. Many a person doesn't know these masail. So at least write a little note, put it into his shoe, into his champal. Now he become more aware that who's looking at me. So he be more careful inshallah. If you can't do it with the hand, then with the tongue, the hadith sharif says, they tell him a nice, a kind word. Take him out in the path of Allah. Make him sit in the programs. So at least now he'll get, he'll get the correct information. The last level, ulama explained the hadith sharif, says if you can't change it with your hands and your tongue, then for be qalbi, then change it with your heart. Does not mean now that you're just think bad about it. The hadith sharif says that change it with your heart. Usually we translate this hadith incorrectly. And we say that feel, feel bad about it, think bad about it in your heart, and that is the lowest form of iman, weakest form of iman does not mean that, it means that change it with your heart what does it mean, that make some fikr, some sort, some concern, Allah, how can we change these conditions around us it is getting together and making some fikr concern, putting our minds together and when the mu'minin put their hearts together to change something, Allah Ta'ala changes it, so at least now I can start talking about it, how can we change the conditions around us, and then once a person's heart starts thinking their mind starts thinking then the limbs go into action and movement. So at least start thinking, Allah, how do we change these things around us? So the entire exercise of salah, Allah Ta'ala wants that we establish our salah 100%. Then Allah Ta'ala says that I will come to your assistance just based upon our namaz. There's a delay in namaz, and there's a delay in everything else. Delay in our sustenance, delay in the rahmat, the barakat, the help of Allah Ta'ala. And sometimes we should not be deceived. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding. That sometimes we find for Fajr Salah, Zuhar, Asr, Maghrib, three serfs, four serfs, five serfs, five rows or six rows, and we get complacent, Alhamdulillah, so many musallis. Our area, we know that each flat is like one street. Each flat is like one street, each block of flats is like one street. How many people are not coming for Salah? The least we can do with our heart, my dear brothers, when we're coming for Fajr Salah in the morning, we can be making dua in our heart as we're passing all those blocks and houses, Yallah, these lights are off, they're not coming for salah. Yallah, you wake them up, bring them to the masjid. The least we can do, one is we're happy, we're making it for salah. But we have that concern, Yallah, my Muslim brother, his house is on fire right now. There was a real fire in that house, I would be the first one to put it off. So Yallah, how can all these people around us come to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to appreciate 
the great ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has given us, our neighbors around us, then our friends, the house that we are passing, the least we can do is start making dua and start having some concern, where we can fill our masajid like the Jumu'ah Salah. Allah Ta'ala give us so few to make amal, inshaAllah. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, subhanallah.